How do you fall like a superhero? Do superheroes even fall? Of course, they just always find a way to get back up. This is the How to Fall Like a Superhero podcast, where we talk mindset. What would happen if you went on a social media break for the summer? For 60 days, no TikTok, no Instagram, and no Snapchat. Could you do it? In the midst of the pandemic, 16-year-old Keegan Lee had been spending seven to nine hours a day on social media, and it was negatively affecting her mental health. You know, we were in the midst of the pandemic, and we had already had so much limited socialization. And so we were all in this period of isolation, and I found that I was just gravitating toward my phone so much and I would have this constant withdrawal from it when I wasn't on it and I when I was when I was using it I would I was very mindless I didn't have the conscious awareness um, and the self-awareness to tell myself to stop scrolling and I I was also having these like automatic responses, like robotic responses to my phone where I was just always on alert for a notification or some trigger of reward that would validate my worth, whether that's through a number or a like on a post or someone responding in in the time that I had expected them to. Um, and so all of these things were, were prevalent and um, I... I think that for me, if there's one good thing that came out of the pandemic, it's that it gave me the self-awareness that I needed to understand that this is not only a problem within myself, but this is a universal issue, um, social media addiction. And so I decided those those were those were the main the main issues that I was facing in that those things sort of allow me to understand that I was just going down a, a, the wrong path um, with my um, technological relationship. Keegan deleted her apps and went on a 60-day social media cleanse. And as expected, it was challenging. I Oh, yes. It was very, very difficult, especially in the beginning, because I had to go through that whole withdrawal period, which, you know, they, social media is like a drug because it stimulates your reward system in your brain and just like a smoker or a person who's addicted to to drugs you know it's very very similar and so I went through that whole withdrawal period where I craved it and I felt like I just needed it and if I just got some sort of validation from social media then I would I would be fine um but any psychologist will tell you that you have to go through that withdrawal period to get to get to a place where you are comfortable being not dependent upon it. Um, and so it was very difficult because it was a main source of my social interaction and um, 
connection with the world. And so, you know, I found myself asking myself, am I disconnected or am I connected? And I had to go back to the why behind why I was doing this entire cleanse. Um, and I really was more connected to the world. I was having a more in-person uh, conversations, more genuine connections with people. I, um, you know, was connecting the way we were supposed to connect as human beings. Um, I just deleted all the social media apps because I I was aware that though that social media was the main issue for me. Some people have um, internet addiction. Some people have, you know, just screen time addiction or video game addiction. But for me, it was social media. I knew was the main trigger for my poor mental health. Um, it was a barrier in my relationships and my aspirations. And so that I deleted all my social media apps throughout the 60 day cleanse, but I still had my phone. I still had my phone. I still used my phone. I just wasn't on social media. And I think that because I had depended so much on the likes and um, the connection that I received on social media, I think that that translated into me just being consciously aware of just being just being always on alert for notifications, um, which then affected my ability to be unfocused. And, you know, even in times where I you know, was bored. That was my main, um, my main source of stimulation. And so I, I did use it as a pacifier. Um, and, you know, we see that all the time, even with toddlers at such a young age uh, using tablets as, as a pacifier. And it's really scary. Um, but one of the things that I noticed in the experiment was, at the beginning of the cleanse, I was I, I said the same thing at the beginning and the end, but the, but in different contexts. So in the beginning, I was like, I am so bored. I have so much time on my hands. I have no idea what to do. Um, and then at the end, I was like, I'm so bored. I have so much time on my hands. And it is wonderful because there's so much beauty and privacy. And I developed this higher tolerance for boredom where I didn't need to be stimulated by social media. And that was very comforting for me. In addition to finding more time for her passion and goals, Keegan wrote a book called 60 Days of Disconnect. The book was co-authored by Dr. Bilal Gandur, PhD, who is a licensed clinical psychologist. In the book, Keegan reflects on her decision to take a break from social media. She hopes to raise awareness for using social media in a more responsible and healthy way. So I got my phone when I was um, in seventh grade. So I would have been, I think I probably maybe 13. Knowing what I know now, I think that I still got my phone at uh, too much of an early age. Um, I think middle school is is hard enough. I think that I, I I also got social media at that age, and I think it would have probably been okay if I 
had a phone because my parents needed me to have a phone for communication reasons because I was doing sports and everything. Um, but I also had social media. I think social media was the problem. And middle school is a very difficult transitionary period. And um, during that time, I think we really need to be focused on, on you know, ourselves and and instead, you know, comparing ourselves to to other people. And so I would have definitely waited probably until high school to get social media. Right now, um, honestly, there are times where I still struggle with um, healthy social media regulation, um, you know, but I am a lot more consciously conscious aware of it. And I'm in a good place right now with it. I really I'm really um happy about my relationship with social media right now. And I think that's because I've tried so many different methods and I found what has worked for me. So the cold turkey that I did, which I call it, um, where I deleted social media for 60 days just for that long period of time, just no interaction with it, that was very beneficial um, for me. But for some people, that may not work for them. So one thing that I'm doing right now is I've actually, well, I've deleted TikTok for good now. Um, so I don't have that and I will not download that again. I just, I think it's very scary um, and toxic for me personally. Um, and I've temporarily deleted Snapchat. So sometimes I'll go on these little short cleanses where if I feel like I'm kind of falling back into that trap of getting addicted, um, I'll stop myself and I'll say, okay, you know, let's, let's get this off of your phone um, and you can come back to it when you are ready. And also one of the things that I have found that has worked for me is this, this idea of out of sight, out of mind. So sometimes I'll put my social media apps in like a hidden folder on my home screen um, because that will make it less accessible to me when I open my phone. The apps won't just be there and it won't just be so easy to, to go on the apps. Um, it's sort of similar to that um, eye level marketing technique um, that you see when you're in the grocery store and you see that they put the most expensive items at eye level. Um, this is not by mistake. They want you to buy the most expensive item. And so I think that if you hide your social media apps, you won't be as easily tempted to to grab them, uh, to, to go on them. And so that has been very beneficial. Now 18 years old and in her first year at the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill, Keegan looks back on her social media cleanse with satisfaction and a sense of accomplishment. Oh, absolutely, yes. I'm so much happier um, because I've, I've found that not everything in your life needs to be put on the internet. Um, there's so much beauty in privacy and, and living just... It, your life and not feeling compelled to share every little thing. Um, and so I'm comforted by, you know, even if I, even if I do something great or even if I go somewhere that's beautiful, like I, I'm sometimes I think, you know, I could post this, but 
I, I really don't feel like I need to because it's mine and I know that I experienced it and I don't need to post it on Instagram to show that, that I experienced it, um, or to create this, this idea of perfection. Um, but you know, I think social media, I'm not against social media. I'm, I am all about creating a healthier relationship with it because I think it has evolved our world in amazing ways. But I think we have to, we can't be naive to see the flip side of that coin. Hegan's book, 60 Days of Disconnect, is available at Barnes and Noble and Amazon. For more stories like this, check out our website at falllikeasuperhero.com and leave us a comment, message, or suggestion. Toodles!